Guess who's back in the mother-loving house with a fat, fat, for that mother-loving mouth. Hey, what's up, kings and queens? It's your girl, Regal Rebecca, and you guys are tuned into another episode of Queens Club Radio. Man, it's so good to be back with you guys. Um, man, so much has happened. It took me a while to get here, but we are going to talk about all that today. I just want to thank everybody who's been pouring out to me still, letting me know that... um. Even yet and still not being able to upload things that my podcast is still helping them and teaching them and really just pouring into me, you know, at this time um, of need. People have really been pouring into me and I really, really appreciate it. It's been so necessary and so on point. So I thank you guys. But yes, as you guys can see um, from the title, or maybe you don't know because maybe you guys don't know who the GOAT is. But the GOAT is none other than Wanda Faye Carter, my mother. Um, as many of you guys know, my mom passed away on August 9th of 2018. And it has been um, an emotional roller coaster, just straight up, you know. There's been some good times since her passing. There's been horrible pa- times and um, there's been guilt over feeling like, okay, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm moving forward. Um, You just feel a lot of emotions. But today I decided, you know what? It's time for me to press onward and forward and really do something that I know is going to help me and just a really another part of my self-love journey and my self-care, the process of it all, you know, getting the healing that you need, um, releasing the things that you need to release. And so before I get too ahead of myself um, and start going into the episode, let me just back up a little bit, you know. Um, So after my mom passed, there was a period of shock, like the first few days, where I'm just like, you know, we're going to be positive about this, which was what I really needed to be telling myself, right? But I don't think the severity or the pain had kicked in yet. And so I'm like, we're going to be positive about this. I'm telling Siobhan, you know, we're going to get through this. And I'm like, my mom passed away. I believe it was a Thursday. That time period's really foggy for me as well. People were like, hey, you know, we talked or I saw you. And I'm like, nope, didn't remember. Don't have a recollection of it. But um, yeah, so there was a period of shock. And I was like, you know what? This weekend, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do an episode I'm going to upload and keep moving forward with my podcast and I'm going to hold off on the selling. I'm not going to do that yet. And I had this whole game plan in my mind ready to go. Um, But I knew in my heart, I was like, the next episode has to be about my mom. Like it really does. I need to dedicate it to her. I need to get this out there. And my mind didn't want to focus on the pain or really the reality of the situation. I just wanted to keep moving forward with what I had been doing. Um, and I guess just ignore the big ass elephant in the room. You know what I mean? So I was ready for it, but then I wasn't. And it was just like, woke up a few days later and then I just kept sleeping. (laughs) And then I wasn't positive about it anymore. I was just in a place of missing her. Um, not really wanting to deal with it. I thought that if I could just sleep long enough, I could wake up and it would be over, that um, she would be here. So 
there was just so much that going on. There was people in and out of town. And, you know, my best friend, Camille, she came down to be with me. She stayed like a week with me and leading up into my mom's memorial service. And uh, we just slept, you know, and talked. And I honestly, I couldn't have got through that time period without Camille, um, my ace, my rock. She really held it down. And I was lost, you know. We talked about, you know, my podcast. She told me, you know, maybe you should just like write journal entries and things like that. And when you're ready, you'll have, you know, a nice podcast set up for mom. And I was just like, yeah, I just wasn't ready to do it. Um, Still wasn't ready to face the reality of it all, you know. So memorial service happens. I lose it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I lose it, y'all. Like that day, I guess where I was trying to sleep to avoid the fact that she was gone. But that day was like solidified it. And thankfully, you know, there wasn't like, um, you know, we didn't do a funeral. It was just a memorial service. So her body wasn't there. Um, But yeah, I lost it. I broke down, had a little mental break. And then that day, one of my close friends from fourth grade hit me up and wrote me this long message. And I don't even know if she knew that it was the day of my mom's memorial service, but she reached out and she told me that she was on a solo road trip and that she had listened to my podcast and it became her anthem on that trip and that I saved her life. And it was just like, wow. I told Camille, like, look what just happened. She was like, see, this is how you know that this is greater than you and that you need to continue this. And I knew it. And God kept telling me, you can't stop. You can't stop. But I just didn't know how to continue. And at that time, I just didn't want to. But it was just always in the back of my mind, like, all right, you know, you got something greater to do. So feel what you feel, go through what you go through, but let's get back to it. So then, you know, as time went on, I convinced myself, like, you know what? This is my show. It's been too long. I want to get back to my podcast. Like, you can make the first show about whatever you want. It doesn't have to be about mom. If you're not ready to talk about mom yet, then just don't do it. Like, you create what you want to create, right? So that was one of the reasons I was like, okay, let me just figure out um, another episode that I can do if I'm not going to talk about mom. But see, usually when I was doing, before my mom passed, like what I was going to be talking about came so effortlessly because it was like what I was going through, the message that I was receiving and what, you know, what I was currently going through. So it wasn't so hard. And I'm like, well, damn, why is it so hard for me to come up with a concept to talk about on my podcast? Like, so I'm praying about it. And then I started doing more research on it because I started going to the other platforms that, you know, Anchor has my podcast on and I can't check the like statistics of my of my content on those platforms because I didn't upload it. Anchor did. So I started doing a little bit more research and basically it's my content, but Anchor is the distributor and basically owner of it. So that kind of had me feeling some type of way. And so I'm like, mm, so this is another reason I'm telling myself, nah, we're going to hold off on the podcast until you have the 
the right computer, the right stuff so that you can record yours and upload it yourself to SoundCloud and all these other different platforms. But it's basically just another excuse so that I can, you know, not do what I know I need to do. And, you know, they say when stuff is the hardest for you to to get started or to finish it is because there's really a lot of healing and it's really something that you need to do. It's necessary for your life and probably for the life of others. You know, you never know how what you're doing may impact somebody. Um, And sometimes we're so stuck in self that we can't even think about other people or what the impact may be. You know what I mean? So that's another thing I'm like, okay. So time goes on and I get to this point where I'm like, you know what? This is definitely time for me to get back to it. I remember telling one of my friends at the like end of um, October, like, I really, really miss myself. And she was like, what do you mean? I'm like, I miss Rebecca. And she was like, you miss Rebecca? And I'm like, yeah. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it at that time. But I just knew that I was missing something. And of course, it was obvious, like, yeah, I'm missing my mom. Right? And that's what I just kept thinking. Okay, I'm missing I lost my mom. I don't know who I am. I'm lost. And that's what I was thinking it was. So I keep trying to move forward with this new episode, but it did not feel right, y'all. I actually have like (laughs) probably like five or six different recordings that I just ended up stopping because I'm like, nope, this is not right. And y'all who've been rocking with me, y'all know like I really want to put out content that's real, that's authentic. And if it don't feel right or don't feel like it's really coming from my heart and what I'm really going through, I just can't put it out. So I'm like, all right. So yesterday I'm rocking with my homegirl Jolene and, you know, my mom comes up and she was telling me that, you know, you know, she's always with you. You can feel her. She's with your heart. Um, She's in your heart, you know, but just being straight up, y'all, like, these last few months, I've been feeling like I really wish people can tell me like she's with me or I can feel her because no, I can't, I can't feel my mom. Um, Nope. Like I haven't been able to be like, oh, I can feel my mom, her presence. She's here with me. She's telling me it's like, okay. You know, people were saying they were having dreams about her and I'm like, well, damn, could she come see me? Like <laughs> as terrified as I've been like a spirits and ghosts my whole life, like I just, I long for a chance to walk in a room and see my mom sitting on the bed. Like, I really, really long for those moments. So, and that's been hard for me. Like, I was like, I really wish people would stop telling me that. So, I was telling her, like, no, I can't feel my mom, you know? And it's difficult to have a love and a presence so great in your life for so long. And then just to have it gone. And just the memories of it all around you, personal things, pictures. Oh, excuse me, y'all. So, yeah. And 
we have been talking about it, me and Jolene, throughout the day. Like, I can talk about my mom and basically, like, I, I can talk about her and know that she's gone, but I haven't accepted it in my heart that my mom is gone, you know? Um, and so yesterday was just like, I knew that I can't do my podcast or I really can't feel her because I can't accept the truth yet. I haven't been able to move forward because in my mind, I feel like if I really accept it, that I'm truly going to break. But that's another lie that negative thinking will get you, you know, get me, that's trying to get me to falter. If I haven't broke thus far, and I know I'm not stupid, I'm not crazy. I know my mom's gone. I feel the absence of her life every single day, every minute, every second. So I know that I just really need to accept in my heart so that I can feel her presence again, that I'll be able to speak to her when I'm really missing her so that I don't have to succumb to the negative thinking that I'm alone, that I've lost the greatest love that I've ever known because her love for me, it never can die. Love never dies, you know? Um. So yeah, so what I've been doing, you know, for the last few months since I wasn't able to do my podcast is I just started pouring myself, started pouring myself into my business, you know? And just thinking like, keep working. That'll keep you good. That'll get you you know, motivated to do what you need to do. And plus, you need to build this brand. You need to build this empire for you and Jay. So that's what I've just been trying to focus on. But yet and still, my mind is busy, but my heart don't feel right. My soul doesn't feel right. I'm unhappy and I still feel like something about me is missing. So right when, oof, right when, you know, the enemy comes in and the part about missing me, I still can't figure it out. So it just becomes self-doubt somehow. I'm doubting myself. Well, you're not this and you're not doing this. So this means that you, you know, you've succumbed to never going back to your podcast. Like I was just accepting that, like I was starting to feel like not worthy again. And I said, no, no, no. Just because you go through this situation or that just because this day you're not doing what you feel like you need to be doing, that does not eradicate who you are, what you are. Even if you're unsure of who the hell you are, know that you are his. Know that you are chosen. And like I've been telling you guys, my whole mantra this year is where God guides, he provides. And so I've been telling myself, like, I'm not angry with God. You know, like I'm not mad at him, but at the beginning of it all, I wasn't praying. I wasn't, you know, trying to connect with him. I was just like, I really wasn't trying to connect with anything, anybody, you know, but God, don't play that. (laughs) You already know God don't be playing that. So I definitely, you know, I went to church a few times and I got my spiritual release and then, you know, I started praying again and me and God, we've been talking every day. And so that's feeling good. But right when I started doubting myself, 
it started turning into self-discovery because I started, I kept thinking like, what is it? And I actually started letting God in, letting, not letting him in because he's already here, but I started allowing myself to hear him. You know what I mean? Like I started allowing myself to really want to hear from him. And I realized, thank you, Jesus, that myself doubt turned into self-discovery. I realized that the piece of me that had been missing is me creating, creating something that is filled with love and passion and my heart and my soul. And I realized I'm a creator. And the reason I've been so unhappy is because I stopped creating. I even tried to like tell myself, oh, well, you're creating a business. No, no, no. This model, this plan is already in place. You didn't create that. This is easy for you to do. You can wear some jewelry. It sells itself. That's not of you. Hmm. All right. That set me on my butt for a minute. And it was like, think of the moments. I started thinking of the moments in my life when I was the happiest. I was the most carefree, stress-free when I was dancing. And I used to always journal. I was creating words. I used to create poetry. You know, I used to create dance moves, you know, in my body was the work of art, um, doing my makeup. Now, everybody, well, not everybody, but most people know, like, in Arizona, you cannot, some people can with dry skin and stuff like that, wear makeup during the summer, but your girl, mm-mm, I will be melting away. So I live for Arizona, like, Octobers and Novembers and December so that I can beat my face all winter long, all spring long, and I live for that. Haven't been doing that. So I have stopped my I stopped my podcast, wasn't really doing that. I have not been doing all the things that I'm building furniture, like things that come from my own mind, my own hands, and things that I can put my creative juices into. I had not been doing that, and that is who I am. I'm a creator and I need to be creative. And I had basically isolated myself from those things. And I just got into the depression rut, you know, and just saying, well, I'm grieving. Yeah, you are grieving, but there's different ways that you can grieve. You can be depressed or you can say, you know what? I've lost my mother. I've lost a part of me, but I am still here. I am still strong. I still have life to live. I still have love to give and I still have beautiful things to create. Um, and I was just like, wow. And just started feeling like, oh, I may not know exactly who I am. But now that I know, like, or not even now that I know, like now that I've been reminded of like my core, you know, I feel like we all have like a, kind of like a moral core, moral constitution, if you will, of the the base of who we are. Like when all else is gone, like all outside influences, material things, things like that, who you are. Like now that I have that, it's like I can stop tripping and you can either do one of two things. You can create and live a life filled with the things that you created in happiness or you can go on not creating and just throwing yourself into work tireless, tirelessly, right? Being unhappy. And then you build this all this success and you're not even enjoying it because at the end of the day, 
all you have is this business, but you don't have those beautiful things around you that make you happy. You know what I mean? And so I'm here today to, you know, talk about the beautiful woman. I actually get like my creative side from like anybody who ever knew my mom knows that she used to be creating her ass off. What was if she wasn't creating a beautiful bomb delicious meal? It was craft sets, pins. Um, she used to make bathroom sets. She made ornaments for her Christmas tree. Like she would decorate everything, her house, her interior design. Like, the way she put her fashion together, like, everything my mom did, she was just so creative and bold with it. And I'm so thankful to have been raised by such a powerful, strong goddess of a woman. Like, anybody that's been blessed enough to know my mom, she had this way about her where she could make anybody and everybody feel so special by the love that she would just pour to them, the time, the energy that she would just give them. And you would sit back and be like, dang, like, auntie or, you know, Miss Wanda, Mama Wanda, whatever you called her, granny, be loving me so hard. But she also loved this person so hard. And she just gave her all to all that she loved. She loved so fiercely, y'all. And, um, it was not something that you really see too often these days. Everybody was out for self, but my mom was always out for everybody else. Um, always out for everybody else. And through this journey, you know, of uh, not having her here, I just think about all the times I had with her and Sometimes I'll be laughing. Sometimes I'll be crying. Sometimes I'll be doubled over. Sometimes I can't say anything. But it was a blessing to be able to start my life with my mom and have her life end with me. You know, she gave birth to me, obviously. And in her last moments, it was me and my mama. And that was really, really hard because I don't know if you guys have um, ever been with somebody in the last moments or, you know, hours of death. But they're, for my mom's case, I've never seen a lot of people pass away. But her breathing was really, really labored. Um, and it was sounding like gargle noises and things like that. So while it was extremely difficult to see and to hear all of it. I was so blessed that I could be there with her and she wasn't alone. And she knew like me and my baby as best friends, ride or die to the very end. (sighs) I miss her so much. And you know, I started thinking like, I feel lonely, like I've lost the greatest love that I've ever known. And nobody loves me like my mom, like. But 
had to remind me that I was only able to know a love so great because he allowed it. And he did that for me because he loved me. I will never know a greater love than that. To be blessed so much. To have her in my life. And I know I feel like I wasn't ready to lose my mom. Or that I had so much more to get from her. But my mama gave me everything she had. Everything she had. My mom's life has been a testimony of strength. And I know she passed that strength unto me. Not to... No, I'm sorry, y'all. I keep crying, man. I was sidetracked, but I was telling you guys, I kept thinking about everything I had lost as far as losing the love. My best friend, my mommy. But then I had to change my mind because I can't go back to that destructive thinking. I've gained an angel. My mom. It's now cancer-free. She's not in pain. And although I may not feel her right now, I know she's there. I may have lost my best friend, but I've gained an opportunity to truly be my own best friend. I really have gained an opportunity and a chance to really be a woman and to stand on my own two feet and solidify that. In a lot of ways, my mom was my security blanket. I knew that if I didn't have it or I couldn't figure it out, I could always run to my mama and Sometimes, you know, especially like, well, let me just keep speaking from my about me. But, you know, no, there's a definitely a generational. I don't want to call, keep saying it's a curse, but there's a generational hindrance of codependency in my family. And I have an opportunity to really and truly break that. And damn it, I will break that. And I have an opportunity to take all the love that my mom showed me and the, the example of her loving everybody else. And I have an, an opportunity to use that in my life and use that to raise this beautiful baby girl that I have and really just show her how to love and be selfless And the other day I was just like um, thinking about everything like my mom would tell us growing up. 
her her favorite thing to tell us was like, hey, don't be out in these streets taking no wooden nickels. And I remember at a young age, y'all know me, I was very curious. I'm asking a lot of questions. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> and so she said, don't take no shit from nobody. You understand me? Don't take nothing that look like a nickel, but is wooden. You know what nickels ain't wooden. She's like, what a nickel look like? I'm like, it looks silver. She was like, exactly. But it was nickel, I know, but whatever. <laughs> and so she would always have little tales like that. I know I talked about at her memorial service. <laughs> and as I got older, she could be a little bit more real with me, you know? And then it went from don't take no wooden nickels to. <laughs> and it's going to be a little vulgar. So if you don't like vulgarity, you might want to exit out of the episode right on now. But she said, ain't nothing worse than a woman with a wet coochie and a dry purse. So I sat back and I chewed on that for a minute. <laughs> I repeated it again in my head a couple of times like, huh, ain't nothing worse than a. Woman with a wet coochie and a dry purse. And I look at her. I said, are you telling me to be a hoe? <laughs> and she felt, she said, no, 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 baby. Your mama ain't telling you to be no hoe. All I'm saying is ain't nothing worse than a woman with a wet coochie and a dry purse. And I just looked at her. I said, all right, mom. <laughs> all right. I got you. Thank you. <laughs> and she was just full of, you know, hey. Y'all can't knock her. Every That's one of the realest things I've ever heard in my life. One of the realest things I ever heard in my life, man. And I was going through the other day. Just, I go through moments where I just, I just zone out, you know, and I'm just thinking about my mom. And um, I think, too, being up in age, I don't want to, you know, I don't have a husband. I don't have a wife. None of those things. And sometimes I'm just like, I would go to my mom for everything. You know, that was my go-to person. Um, and so I don't have that. So now the things I used to go to her about, I just be thinking about, you know. And I guess that's good in a way because, like, I start taking those things to God, which I should have been doing, you know, rightfully so. But, hey, I was taking them to my mama. That's what I, you know, it's just what it was. So now I could take these things to God and I'm just like, man, I start thinking like, I know my mom really wanted a house before she passed away. And I was like, I really wish she would have been able to get that house that she wanted. And I really wish she would have had somebody there with her and not just be me, you know, like me and her husband, that would have been cool, but it happened exactly the way it was supposed to happen. And I remember my mom used to always tell us, like, I want to leave something behind for you guys. I want to leave something behind for you guys. And just when I got to start feeling bad about my mom not being able to do those things, God said she did do those things. You are your mother's legacy. And it was like so simple, but to me it was like a 
big ass light bulb just went off in my head, like, <laughs> like boing. And I was like, no shit. And you would think that it would just settle with me. Like, of course, I'm her mother's legacy. I'm her daughter. I am her, you know, living kin and all that stuff. But it was like, nah, on a deeper level, I am my mother's legacy. So I can either, either, excuse me, not move forward in all that I am and all that I possess and all that she has taught me. And I can let that die right here and right now just because she passed away. And I don't want to get up and get the healing and move forward and face the pain head on. And I can let all that she left in the world, let that die right here with me. Or I can face reality and I can move forward with my dreams because she was my mother and because she left me all that good wisdom, that love, the life, to remember to love people, to laugh, be with your family, like all these things she was about. She was all about family. I could take all of that, my creativeness, the love that I have for people, my family, I can use all that. And I can build that empire and leave that legacy for my baby the way she intended for us to happen. And not just doing it for her, but do it because I love myself enough not to sit here and self-destruct because my mom is gone. I'm resilient and I just can't sit by and let that shit happen. So yeah, it was hard today to get on here and talk about my mom knowing that she's not here and to be crying, sharing my emotions with people. But it was necessary. You know, lately I've really been in a place of just in my comfort zone. My comfort zone been feeling hella uncomfortable lately. Shit been hurting. And it hurts because I can feel myself dying there. But I got to get up because I'm not going to stay in this pain. I'm not going to stay in this depression. I'm going to rise to the motherfucking occasion. And I'm going to handle my business. No matter how hard it gets, as long as I just get up each day and I face and I handle what needs to be done that day, then I'm already winning. So I don't know if y'all got some tough situations that you're going through. You know, people are dying left and right. People are out there losing everything. Kids. You know, men, women, family, jobs, money, companies. And I just want to tell y'all, whatever it is that you've lost or you feel like you've lost, you haven't lost your hope. If you haven't lost your hope, that means you still got your hustle. And if you got that, 
you're going to make it. As I've been going through this, y'all, like, I've really just been, I guess, just trying to rock with God. And I don't want y'all to get mad at me, people who know and love me and stuff. Like, going through grief, you feel like, I don't want to keep reaching out to people because, like, how many times I'm going to keep telling you I'm sad because my mom died, you know? And I know that's not the right way to look at it. But it's helped me because... I've been leaning so heavy and so tough on God. And that's what's been getting me through. You know what I mean? He just keep telling me that. You already have the victory over everything that has taken place. You already got the victory. But what I'm going to need you to do is just show up and fight. All you got to do is show up to the fight. And start swinging. And you got to win. You got the victory. And I was just like, all right. So every day I just been waking up and I just been taking it one day at a time. What do I need to do today? I write it down. I got a big old whiteboard. Not a big old one, but like big for a desk. It would be big. And I write down my to-do list. I just start marking stuff off. And that's honestly how I get through praying, writing my to-do list down, and getting things done one step at a time. But I really I feel so amazing that I was able to get on this mic and record this. I feel like it's choppy and all over the place, but you know what? This is pure, raw emotions and love and hurt and me. So, shit, you can't go wrong with that. Um, And I just want to thank you guys for rocking with me. I think I'm going to go ahead and close it up. But I don't know what the schedule is going to be like as far as uploading at the end of the year. Um, I definitely plan on making some changes to the podcast. We definitely got to do some bigger and better things in 2019. Um, And I'm just going to be, you know, really trying to mastermind and find more ways to be creative and bring all different types of um, content about self-love and self-care and just what's going on in our world and all different types of things. So I'm going to be trying to figure out how I can get the the podcast on um, multiple different platforms. Um, I want to also figure out in 2019 how to actually own all of my content and just be um, my own boss on all levels. So if you have any suggestions or you have a podcast or you know a different way to do it than through Anchor, I would appreciate that information. Anchor, I love you. Y'all been real. I appreciate you. Um, you know, you guys have been able to spread my podcast all through. But hey, it's time for your girl to boss up. And so it's time to level up. With that being said, you guys can find me on uh, Instagram at Regal underscore Rebecca. Facebook is Regal Rebecca. Um, and then Snapchat is also Regal Rebecca. I'm trying to solidify it, keep everything streamlined. So it's easy to find me. And yeah, so I love y'all. 
I really, really appreciate you guys rocking with me. And uh, until next time, peace, love, blessings, and remember, remember to stay regal.